The greenhouses of the State University are clustered on Orchard Street, on the western verge of campus and of town. One winter night I happened to walk past them with a friend, a male colleague from my department. What harm in it? Two people in winter coats bundled up against the cold and dark. But we found ourselves curious. How was it we'd never noticed these greenhouses before? We paused, leaned forward over a hedge, cupped our palms to the glass. There were vines staked in pots, some wilted and strangely crisped, others lushly gleaming. Our breath fogged the view, our palms left smudges on the window. We sprang back, and as we walked away, we turned our coat collars up, peered around corners, behaved like spies. But in the joke, was a faint, brief leaning, a bumping of shoulders in heavy coats, and, just as quickly, a pulling away. It was nothing. We were good friends. We taught together. Besides, I was married and had a young daughter. His wife had recently left him, but she sometimes drove up to the front of his house and parked there until he came out. These greenhouses are long and narrow, with gray concrete foundations set about with the high green armor of privet hedges. All that winter they, and we, were gazed down upon by orange street lamps. Deep in the winter night the glass buildings whispered a fertile, incubatory gossip. The murmuring talk of the after-hours, the unmarked hours, under their own orange lamplight. Picture the brick walls in alleys behind city nightclubs, for this is the light of greenhouse seduction. We walked past them a second time, and a third. We yearned to get inside, to be touched by what surely must be a rare and silken air, unknown orchestrations conducted on an ordinary street, unmarked, unsupervised. Surely there we would be stirred into dreams by a faint breeze coming from a source we couldn't see, seduced into putting one finger tenderly to the pale green lifting, lifting from the precise dark soil of birth. How could one not go mad, just wanting to get in? We didn't break in. We were law-abiding citizens. It was enough for us to lean over the hedges put our palms up to the windows and peer in like novice cat burglars or peasants at the prince's window, sussing out the scene of the crime. For at night the greenhouses looked vulnerable, unobserved by the authorities, like jewel cases in a museum, the day guards gone home to bed and no night watchman in sight, just the two of us, left alone with the jewels in glass within glass. Surely alarms would sound if we dreamed seriously of trespass. And besides, what would become of us if we went further? It was enough to have secret dreams, to pray to be lost like those children who walk through doors into kingdoms unsuspected, into a time not measured in this world, for in a greenhouse, time is not measured in seconds, let alone minutes.